we have one more speaker before the break um, to round off the session. So I started with this picture of a six-lane highway, perhaps leading to a different value system in, um, in the future of education. We've invited Mr. Declan Curran, um, who's Managing Director of Intelligence and Science in Brussels, to address these questions. And I should say that we, we kind of plan that as a, as a roundup of this first part of the day, because Declan has been working closely with many people um, across uh, the Republic and, and, and the North as well in these All-Ireland initiatives in a number of the horizontal actions which we want to make the centre. He's worked with Brian Harvey, who's here from RCSI and the Doctorate Programme for Inclusive Education, worked with Kingsley Aiken, who couldn't be here today, on the whole diaspora, not only economic diaspora, but uh, artistic, cultural diaspora, etc. So um, translating practice into policy is Declan's expertise, and we hand over to Declan. Thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth, uh, Mr. President, members of the Academy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you very much for, for uh, having given me the opportunity to uh, address you here today. And just in case I'm accused of uh, ignoring completely the, the <laughs> topic, um, uh, just on inscribing education uh, into broadly uh, what is known as uh, Horizon 2020, but more broadly, uh, science uh, policy at European Union level. I think ever since late, the late, late 90s with uh, Edith Cresson, I think Europe and indeed many of the member states you know, can't decide whether uh, science hangs with uh, education or it hangs with, uh, with, with, with industry and industrial policy. And I, I think this, this continues, uh, is continuing, and I think it leads to a lot of actually confusion on how to support uh, better and informed uh, education policy. We've heard much discussion today, uh, which I, made me think, um, Elizabeth, I should have given here a presentation on uh, radio astronomy and the Square Kilometre Array Telescope, which I'll tell you a little bit about. And the reason I, I, I will do that is because, with, with reference to previous speakers, I mean, uh, Paddy Masson was talking about uh, uh, competitive, um, um, competing globally, and that makes me, me, me wonder. I mean, a lot of European policy, and most, most of my comments will obviously be, be referring to European policy, because perhaps um, um, at, at my expense, I've pretty much ignored Irish uh, education science policy. Not ignored, but it, it's, it's difficult really to sort of get into the get into the, the, the detail where it exists. Um, but I think the competition globally is, notion is, is perhaps uh, important and also perhaps uh, uh, um, redundant. And, and be, I, I say that because very much the, the, the framework program uh, in Europe and indeed many of the national programs very recently, the, the, the French national program, which approximates to the Horizon 2020 and, and uh, related European initiatives and the same has gone on in Germany. You're seeing this approximation at national level and it's all sort of compete, compete, compete. And that's, uh, that's fine. But uh, I think, as the Framework Programme does, it supports sort of adulation at the altar of, of, of competition. So where does that sort of go eventually? And if you look at perhaps some of the global challenges, especially and particularly with reference to, to health, uh, I think there's a compelling and very strong argument that, that eventually competition isn't going to solve those problems. If we think there's an economic crisis now, um, I, I just wonder when the, when the diabetes bill comes in in, in, in whatever, 15 years, 20 years, in, 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 of course, in, in many nations, but more globally, <clears throat> we're really going to have a situation where the economic uh, and, and financial wheels uh, come off. And this isn't me. This is the Standard & Poor's report of about 18 months ago saying that unless member states have provision for addressing health and health-related research in their economies, they're going to have a direct impact on their credit ratings in in future, and I think that's a, a very, very sobering idea. So, uh, what this means to 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 to, uh, to me is that there needs to be an increased focus on collaboration. And if any, if anything, the economic crisis that we have been through, and I, I believe it's still going on, um, 
that, that has made that dialogue for cooperation and collaboration easier and more palatable. And I, I think that's very, very good. So that's a silver lining, I would call, in the increased need, indeed, for whatever reason, for cooperation and collaboration. And I think that can transfer into a, 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 a greater movement to address, through collaboration, uh, uh, global challenges. Now, uh, just on the business of radio astronomy, the reason I brought that up is, is, is that I think Africa has been very inventive and innovative, and I think, uh, indeed, Ireland could, I suggest, uh, learn uh, a lot uh, from that. And I heard the Irish government referred to by uh, Paddy Masterson earlier on as a sophisticated machine, and I, I, I was a bit sort of taken back, back by that. But I, I, certainly in, in terms of uh, uh, policy initiatives, uh, I, I think there's a lack of sophistication uh, there. And, and partly, you know, we, we are very constrained by time because I'm standing between your, your tea and, and, uh, and my flight. Uh, so we, we can't go into that uh, terribly as much as I would like. But I, I just think that, so, that, so what is defining public policy? What is defining education? What is defining the, 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 the requirements in, in, in future in terms of education policy and science policy and, and, uh, and, and related uh, requirements. And that is, I think, uh, getting re-elected. And that, I think, defines those challenges, response to those challenges in Ireland and in the UK. And, and uh, I sometimes uh, help try and understand the, the current climate and the life we, we, we uh, the world we inhabit by wondering, do we live in the pre-post-democratic era? And, and uh, about by that, I, 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 I want to wonder, well, you know, of course, you know, democracy is, is indeed a, a, a very good thing, uh, but I'm beginning to wonder, does it provide limitations, certainly in terms of collaborative uh, science? So back to our friends in, in Africa. Uh, the global radio astronomy community, perhaps uh, 10 years ago, decided that they should build a facility, the Square Kilometer Array Telescope. Happy to share slides afterwards to provide the, the detail. And those countries came together, and they said, we're going to do this, and it was the likes of Canada and Brazil and China and Japan and, and France, and, and that was about 10 years ago, there was about 10, and now there's about 22 nations in this. And about 2007, um, sorry, 2005, South Africa joined the, joined the fray, and South Africans said, hmm, square kilometer telescope, that, that sounds, we, we, could, we, we could use one of those, you see. And they put together a bid, and the reason they put together a bid was because and there's a Fanaroff law on how you categorize galaxies. And the guy who wrote the, uh, came up with the law, uh, Dr. Bernie Fanaroff, was a, a freedom fighter in, in, in South Africa. And, uh, and um, post-apartheid, he became part of the cabinet for Ma Nelson Mandela and started to work on sort of what you do in, in, in those sort of situations. But along came this SKA thing, and he went to Mandela and said, well, you know, we should do that. And they came up, up with, it, with, it, with a proposal to secure the Square Kilometer Array Telescope for Africa. That's 2005. And I think that it's fair to say that the, their, their suitability in terms of technical infrastructure and capability was probably close to zero, and it was a racing certainty then that, you know, it was going to go to somewhere in South America or, indeed, Australia or some other place. But fact is, they, they, they put the thing together, they put the show on the road, and uh, uh, within the last 12 months, uh, South Africa, along with Australia, uh, has been selected to, as a site to host the Square Kilometre Array Telescope. Now, uh, very simply, why did they do this? Because they very simply came to the conclusion that this capacity would have huge and enormous, tremendous beneficial spillover benefits in terms of the socioeconomic development and economic development and education, all the rest of it. And that argument, uh, that argument won the day. They won the technical evaluation, but the technical evaluation was driven by these concerns. And they went ahead, and they didn't wait to see if their bid, academic though it may be, would win. They actually went to the Karoo Desert, and they said, 
uh, we're going to build a precursor technology here, and they built seven 18-meter parabolic dishes in the middle of nowhere, and the Karoo site is, is a radial silent site, is a, is a national reserve, and they constructed the seven, and now they're building the next uh, meerkat construction for the next phase of uh, radio astronomy for the SKA, and they're, they're up and at it, and I, 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 I suppose I'm telling you this just for what I think is a very simple reason, there's, there's a national collective to go based on an assessment of what's needed in terms of national and international capability and construction uh, for elaborating what Africa is going to need to drive economic development and all the rest of it, broadly what we term as you know, uh, innovation and supporting competitiveness and collaboration, all the rest of it. And that's been hugely, hugely successful. I, I think Ireland could, could learn uh, uh, a lot from that indeed approach. And it was non-legacy, I and mean, they had very little to build on, but I think they, 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 they went ahead. They brought the partners from many African nations, and now they're going to, they will start the construction next year between Ghana and Mauritius with these parabolics. And this is, this is, this is doing science right now, and, and Science Publication Journal uh, last year published a, a, a peer-reviewed article on how, you would, how, how they are using, in Harvard Medical School, algorithms generated through radio astronomy to uh, better understand brain scans. And that's, that's as we speak. So they're very able to understand the, the collateral and ongoing uh, benefits from investment in particular science to develop uh, other areas. And on a point of information, the SKA, the Square Kilometre Array Telescope, is one of the European Union's uh, infrastructure, the research strategy form for research infrastructure process, about 50, 50 large-scale research infrastructures which Europe has prioritised in cooperation with, with uh, many collaborators. And I, I'm, I'm happy to be corrected, but I, I, I think Ireland is, is substantially absent from the majority of those. And I, I, I think that forces many questions about what the policy is, how the policy works in Ireland, what the policy is meant to achieve, how it can achieve that, and what the dividends can be in terms of dividends to Ireland, of course, in terms of the activities and, and substance of the universities, but again, in addressing those global challenges. And there's a, I think we have an awful lot to, to, to learn from that. Um, I'm just going to, you know, you, you're probably more familiar with, with me than the massive open online course. I mean, that, that demands a, a hugely new, uh, uh, a new approach. But again, in terms of education with respect to the framework program, it needs a new, it needs a new, a new paradigm. It needs a new approach. And I, 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 I'm convinced that um, Elizabeth's highway approach is, is something paradigm shifting. And I feel is exactly the sort of concept model, first, that's going to be needed for Horizon 2020 to do what it wants to do. And we heard reference to the debate about Horizon 2020. I'm very, very phlegmatic about that. I, I, you know, I don't think uh, the debate, I, I, rather, I sometimes think the debate can be, can be, can be uh, artificial because I've seen the same debate in previous forms for frameworks four, five, six, seven, and now eight. So it's going to be what it's going to be. And I, I think the attitude has to be for Ireland, really, to seize and take that opportunity. And I would, for the sake of... of uh, 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 argument and swearing debate, um, I think Ireland has been very, very passive uh, in that process uh, at the level of uh, policy engagement and interface, and with, with many and, and some notable exceptions, not the, not the lack of institutional involvement, but there's an enormous opportunity for institutions to begin to drive the, 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 uh, the policy. Lord Putnam was talking about the need for uh, uh, designing a, a new business model. Uh, that's good, but I would argue perhaps it's the need to design a, a new policy uh, model and again, uh, Ireland is is hugely important in, in many areas of science. But I think the objective has to be not to look at something sort of Irish in terms of Irish policy or, or Irish scientific research, but look in terms of Irish-led initiatives 
indeed at European level, but why not uh, global? And back to my earlier point, these challenges are, are global. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're not Irish, they're, you know, they're not African, they're not European. They are increasingly global. And if we look at uh, uh, development surrounding uh, uh, big data and its impact on science and the regulation around big data, whether it's data protection legislation or whether it is uh, uh, protection concerning uh, clinical trials or, or medical devices, the enabling regulatory environment is, is hugely, hugely uh, important. So I've, I've heard very little reference to the policy mechanism here. So I, I would like to you know, suggest that there needs to be a revision of Irish uh, input into uh, international education policy, and we say the framework programme, that's very much a, a case in point. But indeed, there are many other programmes at European Union level, and indeed internationally, which I think would, 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 should be approached in a same and, and similar way, and indeed in, in tandem. So again, with, with respect to time, you, we'll share these slides, but I think the, the uh, open innovation model is, again, perhaps a, a little, a little cliché, but I don't think out of date in terms of concept for international collaborative. And that, that, that collaboration needs to be increasingly pre-competitive, and the pre-competitive environment is one which broadly, there's very little policy basis, but it is an area which needs to be better understood by the, by the, by the educational establishment in, in Ireland. How that is going to impact on the conduct of education and science in the future is hugely, hugely important. Uh, Dr. David Cox, who was head of innovation at Pfizer, who passed away, sadly, uh, very recently, uh, has been a strong advocate in, in for, for an open innovation model. And, and his point really is very much focused on, on, on biobanking and the recognition that the, the drug development model just, just doesn't work. Uh, and why is that? There are many reasons for that. Uh, but one of them is access to molecular material and, and, and biosamples. And that increasingly is, is, is becoming a very, very sophisticated and difficult pro process for the drug companies that had a free ride you know, until now. But irrespective of sort of rights or wrongs and in, in all of this, there needs to be a new model. And his point was there needs to be a pre-competitive collaborative model for cooperation in biological and medical sciences. And there's a, there's a huge, uh, in my view, need, back to my reference about uh, uh, non-communicable non diseases and the, and the future challenges in health, uh, equally, those challenges won't be responded to if the policy basis isn't there. So the policy guys in Ireland need to be approximation with the policy guys in, in, in Europe and indeed uh, globally. And another point of detail on that, while we know that science, science and, and research and development policy and programs are an EU competency and apart from the Office of, for Official Publications, is the only centrally managed competency of the European Union, then everything else is, is, is national. And that creates many problems in, in, in indeed corresponding uh, with priorities and, and setting and establishing long-term objectives if, you know, on the one hand, something today is, is, is national, but then you talk about science and education. Well, the science is, is EU level, and, but the education is national level, so we can't talk about that or we don't talk about that. So that needs a lot of, you know, uh, uh, headbanging, but I don't think it's going to happen in terms of the definition of a new framework program. It has to happen in terms of a, a, a new and challenging uh, paradigm, looking beyond the uh, electoral cycle in a Western uh, European uh, democracy, because if that doesn't happen, then um, my fear would be that uh, uh, those global challenges to which I have referred will be, will be greater than we'll be able to uh, respond to in, in any budgetary framework programme or any programme uh, uh, cycle, uh, and that becomes increasingly, increasingly the case as, as we go forward. Um, as I said, I mean, you, you're probably familiar with a lot of uh, these ideas, but I, I just wanted to, including, concluding, by concluding, just say that uh, uh, the, the, uh, as a link between education and institutions, there needs to be a, you know, a, stronger, a stronger bonding and a stronger policy definition. Um, arguably then, you know, but where is the policy? I mean, I'm, you know, it, 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 there are, there are programme proposals, but where is, the, where is the policy, where is the 
evolutionary policy, and I, I think that's, that's something that's going to be very, very important. And uh, Professor Daly was talking about the, the, the need for communication, and that, yeah, that, it, it comes down to a, a lot of that. And communication is a very sophisticated process, I, I understand that, but the, the building the channels for communication and, ex, and, and the exchange and, and, and profferment of different ideas is going to be hugely, hugely important. The other term I haven't heard referred to, which surprised me a bit today, is, 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 is evidence-based. And I, I, I just wonder that uh, uh, there's, there's much aspiration for you know, what has to happen in the future. But, but uh, uh, um, there needs to be that, well, well why, 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 why? And I, I think it's for perhaps the communities represented here uh, to be more, 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 more um, uh, advanced and, and, and more proactive in defining to governments in Ireland and elsewhere uh, what the new agenda should be, but to do that, there needs to be the criteria which provides evidence. And I, you know, this could be we could spend a couple of weeks on this, but you know, arguably, uh, but I, I think that I'd present that as a, that, that as a, a, a opportunity. Um, I would like to imagine, and I dream sometimes of a, a new role for for Ireland, uh, both in terms of we've heard discussions about the, the need to attract uh, uh, students and and. and uh, um, uh, 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 but also to, to, to go forward, and I, I know many universities are active in, in, in other countries, but, uh, uh, and looking at Ireland as a previously a, a, an Ireland of uh, saints and scholars, I think there's enormous opportunity again in future to, from a policy perspective, design uh, a future and new role for Ireland. And what struck me again in the discussions here today, the, the, the reference, term of reference has been exclusively national, I think is very, very dangerous. And we've heard eloquent reference to, to, to leadership, without that, without the, 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 the positing of uh, visions and, and, and expressed through able leadership, well, well then the ship isn't going anywhere. So I think the leadership challenge is, is very, very important. And I think Ireland innately has that, uh, particularly in areas where I think uh, there can be uh, tremendous cooperation, which is the, the relationship between Ireland and, the, and Europe and the US. Ireland could be real, a real animator there, but I, I, I don't see that uh, happening uh, beyond a project level cooperation. Um, science, education, I, I mentioned that in terms of the, where does the policy lie. I, I think that, I'm not sure if that's going to be resolved you know, any decade soon, but nevertheless it, it does hamper the evolution of sophisticated policy uh, options which, which need to be evolved in order to, to, to advance and ultimately address those global societal uh, challenges which we are all uh, being confronted with and will be confronted. But I, I, I always look for the uh, opp opportunity. Uh, in that, I, I mentioned previously that the, the, the compete model is, is, is absolutely, yep, can't argue with that, but one has to look at well, what, what are the consequences of that, and certainly from the perspective of capacity building, because without that capacity, then you know, how are we going to do the science? We've heard a reference to that uh, uh, earlier on uh, today, um, and I think that's increasingly a compelling uh, definition of what programmes will succeed and what will not succeed in future is, you know, who are the folk who get the capacity thing? And the capacity isn't a tomorrow thing. The capacity needs a stand back. It needs a one, two, five, 10, 15, 50 year plan. If you're digging a, a mine in Australia for gold, you're working on a, a 50 year business model. And why doesn't research, why doesn't education, again, have and borrow that perspective if it wants to talk about business plans? And then ultimately, uh, so, so with reference to what I said about you know, evaluation and, and, and policy making, so that the, 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 the lack of input at directly at policy making, remember we, we, we do live in a, a democracy most of the time, I think, and, uh, but without that input then the, the, the policy doesn't, doesn't emerge and if the policy then doesn't emerge, I, I suppose one would have to uh, say that well, you, you, you can't complain if you really haven't forged and the best people to evolve and, 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 and determine 
future policy for education and, and, and uh, in a democracy are, are, are those uh, practitioners. And arguably, again, back to the communication point, it is for those people to understand what the communication requirements are, you know, who do you communicate to, how does that happen? And that's got to be relentless, ongoing, continuous, because, of course, being quite, 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 quite clear in terms of future evolution, you know, the European Union will do what they're going to do with the, with the framework programme, but then, you know, next one starts, and the one after that, you know, various other... So it's, it's, it's constant and, and, and ongoing. It doesn't begin or end, and I, I, I think the, the academic and education uh, leadership um, in, in, best in this country, I, I, I think, can play an enormously creative role in advancing a thought process and not perhaps, and I'm not saying this is the case, but not look at a framework program as, as a really, you know, a funding, a funding mechanism. It, it's, it is that, of course, but it's, it's more than that. It's a platform for, for positing the, the, the ideas, defining objectives, and using the instruments, so-called, that the framework program provides to then achieve those broader societal objectives. And again, I didn't get a chance to read Newman's The Idea of University before coming here right? again, but I, I, I really should and see how that relates to, to today. But again, ultimately, you know, the idea of a university, what, what, these continuing horrible work that it is, but, but updating and, and refreshing. But I, I, I think uh, it is, uh, it's an opportunity in, in future. Elizabeth, thank you. Thank you, definitely.